This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Roleplay Retcon does not own any part of the movies we retcon, nor are we associated in any way with the artists who make them. Also, while we're not the rowdiest bunch, we are adults goofing off, so sometimes we might say some things some people wouldn't want their kids to hear. The music in this series was created by Ben Prunty. Check him out on Bandcamp or wherever you listen to music. Hey everyone, hey. <laughs> and welcome to the rookie camp for Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets. I am Alex, your GM, and I am joined by Benjamin Gray. Hi. And Jensie. Hello. And introducing my wife, Jeanette Blasius. Hey. Yay. I'm fine. Everybody say hi to my wife. Hi to your wife. Hey, Jeanette. Hey. We've met. Have we? We have met <laughs> once. Uh, it was a long time ago. Almost 10 years ago. Wow. Yeah. Actually, it was more than 10 years ago. I'm lying. But, yeah. Welcome to the Rookie Camp for Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets. Now, Ben wanted me to tell you, for some reason... That you can skip this rookie camp if you feel you don't need to listen to it. But, if you do, you'll miss the super secret thing I have planned at the end of this episode. So do so at your own risk. What even is rookie camp? What even is rookie camp? So rookie camp is an episode we do before each series that we kind of explain what we're doing. We give an introduction to... Who's our guest for this series? What series we're doing? What inspired us to do such? What system we're using? And in this case, what musical guest we're going to use for it? Am I missing anything, Ben? What What even are we doing here? What is Roleplay Recon? What is Roleplay Recon? Why don't you Why don't you hit us with that, Ben? Roleplay Recon is the podcast that remakes the movies that let you down using a variety of storytelling and role playing games. Yeah. Anyways, let me introduce you all to a series called Valerian and Laureline. Mm-hmm. Valerian and Laureline was a French sci-fi comics written back in the 1960s, I think specifically 1967, by Pierre Christian and Jean-Claude Mizier. It was first published in a magazine called Pilot. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, it was so good. 
It, it's spelled like pilot with an E on the end. And I think that's how you know you say the T in it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, specifically, um, I have read the first three comic book uh, novels, uh, which is started off with Bad Dreams, uh, The City of Shifting Waters, and The Empire of a Thousand Planets. I've also read The Ambassador of Shadows, which is the basis for the movie we're doing, okay. uh, which is Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets. Uh, that was done in 2017, and it was directed by Luc Besson, who you might know uh, directed movies like The Fifth Element, Leon the Professional, um, Lucy, like a whole bunch of movies he's done. He did Lucy? He did Lucy. I did not actually know that. Yeah. It makes sense now. Okay. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm skipping a whole bunch of other movies that he's done, uh, but I was super excited about this movie coming out. Uh, they had that, was it Believe by the Beatles in the trailer? I believe that uh-huh. was it. Mm-hmm. Believe by the, the Beatles. I was so hyped. Yeah, I remember. It was, it was super hyped, and I've actually talked about this on Discord, about trailers that get you so hyped for a movie and then let you down so hard, and this was, this is always on the front of my tongue when I talk about that. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because we have to thank this movie for a lot of reasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, almost being the, the catalyst that got us to do this podcast. Mm-hmm. Me and, uh, me and Ben knew each other from high school. I'll never, I, I won't say that we were friends, friends, right? Maybe strong acquaintances. We were in a Scholars Bowl and a few other things together. We were we were definitely just in like different circles, but we were people who mm-hmm. liked each other well enough, I suppose. Oh, but yeah. we we didn't really hang out. No. But um we both ended up at the same theater watching this movie. I don't think it was opening night, but no. it was pretty cl- it was pretty close to and uh it kind of kindled. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Kindled, rekindled uh, our friendship and got us in the mindset to start doing this podcast. Yeah. You kind of started so doing, cute. yeah, you did like a, um, you started doing like a movie night after that because you were uh-huh. like, I'm yeah. going to show some people mm-hmm. some good movies. We need some good movies. And I believe we watched uh, 12 Monkeys uh-huh. was the first movie that we did on that. And I think it was the last movie. because we. No, you also <laughs> did the Japanese Godzilla movie they did. Oh, yeah. Ago. Shin yeah. Godzilla. Yeah. I think we also did, uh, we did one of Metropolis, too. We did do Metropolis. Yeah, yeah. That was, so yeah, yeah, that was a lot of fun. Yeah. It's funny, that night, that night we went to go see that movie was the first time I ever saw Ben in the flesh. I had yep. s- kind Aww. of seen you, like, on Facebook, and I think we were even friends on Facebook, but I'd never actually met you. And then I remember the movie ended, and you turned around and went, it was bad, right? It was bad. (laughs) (laughs) And I went, I was in this kind of like state, like the state of awe and being like, it wasn't too bad. Like I was still in denial because like I was so hyped for this movie. And then Uh I was so like, and I was torn because there were things I liked. And then there were things I was like, what? Why did it go that way? Like, why didn't it go a different direction? And like. It was, it was a weird feeling. Then eventually I finally was like, no, nah, it sucked. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we, I pretty much universally felt that it was 
not a great movie after watching it. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of that has to do with the, the male and female leads who I didn't write down <laughs> for well, some what? It's silly Cara, reason. It's Cara Delevingne and some other chode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, let's, let's go to the internet real quick. Well, she, and we've seen her and other stuff. I don't know about the other guy, but. Dane DeHaan? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Dane DeHaan. Yep. What, what else has he been in ever? The only other thing I know of that he was in was um, The Amazing Spider-Man 2. He played Harry Osborn and the uh, oh. Green Goblin, quote-unquote. Which, he didn't do a bad job as playing the Green Goblin. Because he's kind of creepy and small and goblin-esque. I, d- I definitely don't want him to play my protagonist. Mm-hmm. But that's, that's just mm. me. Uh, but, I mean, a lot of the other things are pretty solid. The CG in this is fantastic. Um, the visually, this oh, movie is gorgeous. Visually, it's it's beautiful. Yeah. Um, they, they put Yeah, they put in a lot of good effort with the visuals. You weren't a fan of Clive Owen, though. I wasn't a fan of his character's motivations. Let's say that. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. You also didn't didn't like his costume. <laughs> well, his costume was very stupid. I will agree. Uh, but I know this this podcast has a a trying history with Clive Owen, mostly because of Ben. But no, I think he's a fine actor. I got no problem with Clive Owen. I think he's all right. <laughs> you make it sound like I'm the one with the problem. You the one. No, no, you, you, you caused you the, the problem. You the one with the problem. <laughs> you caused the problem. Gen C, what we've heard we've heard from everybody else. What did you think of the movie? It was one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> <laughs> it was physically painful to top, watch this. Top movie. to bottom. Gen C like, hated the it. The whole time I was like, Ugh, uh, Oh my god, why do I have to keep watching? Like it was I was struggling so much. Definitely the worst movie that I've seen for this podcast. Um, really? Wow. So, yeah. Like, can wow. I, can you think of a worse movie? <laughs> I can think of Gentleman Broncos. Yes. No, this was worse than Gentleman Broncos, y'all. <laughs> I thought. I mean, I respect your opinion. Yeah, Gentleman yeah, Broncos yeah. was truly terrible, but there was just something about this movie mm-hmm. that was just the worst thing. Ever. It was. The focal point of the movie was pretty heinous, and that revolved around. Uh, Valerian and Laureline, I think, as I've said, they're mm-hmm. they're actors, and and the the writing behind them was not great either. Mm-hmm. God, I hated those characters. I hated them mm-hmm. so much. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Jinsi was in quarantine when we watched this uh, because they were about yeah. to go to Japan, and so they were kind of just texting us during it, um, and like <laughs> <laughs> like like. At the moment, like, f- like not the moment, like, five minutes after those two came on screen, Dinsey was like, this is already the worst movie I've ever seen. <laughs> mm-hmm. That opening I scene just... with them is rough. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So bad. <laughs> so bad. I mean, it does. I, it honestly does have some redeeming qualities. Like we said, the visuals are nice. Mm-hmm. Um, Rihanna's character was good. Rihanna's She's character is the best. Rihanna was great. Everything else was just the writing was bad and the directing was bad and the acting was so bad. Mm. So bad. By everyone except for Rihanna. Yeah, by everyone except for Rihanna. Oh, don't forget don't forget don't forget Jensi's absolute favorite actor of all time is in it. 
Oh, um, Ethan, Ethan Hawk. Ethan Hawk. Oh my God, I completely blocked that from yeah. my memory. I forgot he was in it. God, he I is? hate Ethan Hawk. Sorry. He plays um, Bubbles Pim. Oh, okay. Yeah. You just said he, that word. I did. I said. I said Pimp. Yeah. Like you, you got halfway through it, and you were like, "Can I say this? Can I say?" Pam? And you're like, "I'm going to say it because that's what he is." <laughs> I mean, that's what he is. I can't think of another word to describe him. Entertainment boss. Entertainment boss. Sure. <laughs> facilitator. Entertainment facilitator. Sexy time facilitator. Ew. And that's pe- worse than pe- pimp. And pianist. And pianist. It's just penis. It's just a penis. <laughs> he plays a piano. It makes him a pianist. <laughs> anyways yeah we... anyways so the, all of that added together makes this uh prime subject for for our our doings here uh one mm-hmm. that's been on my books from the beginning of the podcast mm-hmm. i would say and yeah t- to that end we're going to be using the starfinder system to create this uh campaign and play in uh starfinder is by the publishers of pathfinder if you could not suss those things together uh starfinder is just pathfinder in space it's published by paizo uh, it was published in august of 2017 and i tried to suss out huh. like an author to this but the authors and testers and directors it's got so many people involved with its creation i could not list them all for you here today uh, there's just, it's the, the book itself is about 600 pages long, uh, just for the core book alone. It's a meaty, meaty book and I'm super excited to crack into it. Huh? So I just realized that, um, Starfinder and Valerian were released one month apart. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Wow. What, what month was Valerian released? July. Probably July, so it came first. So definitely, Valerian was 100% responsible for Starfinder. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Uh, science nice. science dictates it. <laughs> yep, they were able to to knock the whole thing out in a month and release it and everything. They were like, they got yeah. fast. we got to fast-track this. Have you seen this movie? Well, you don't have to see the movie. You just watch the trailer. You don't. Mm-hmm. Just, just watch the trailer and then play Starfinder. That's all you need. They watched the trailer and they were like, "Oh wow, this movie's gonna be so good! We gotta, we gotta make a game because people are gonna want to play space games after this movie for years and years and years. It's gonna change the landscape." Yep, that's right. But Starfinder is a science fiction, science fantasy role playing game. It shares its setting with Pathfinder in that it's set in the far future after Galarian, the planet that Pathfinder is set on. Uh, had a mysterious uh, event called The Gap in which all of its history simultaneously got erased from the minds of everyone in the galaxy. So it sets up so that you can't like use magic to time travel back and fix events and do other crazy things. It kind of covers its own bases. But it allows you to have all the races from Pathfinder in a space fantasy kind of role-playing game and it's very cool and yeah i'm super excited to crack into it it seems Uh, cool it seems cool i know ben has some misgivings about it no not really i just i I, i'm just daunted by very crunchy systems but i don't actually dislike them Mm -hmm. 
No, I think it seems cool. I think it's I think it's going to be a good fit for this this series. I'm excited. You excited? I like the setting. Yes. Jeanette loves it. I know we've we did a few practice games with it to to get myself familiar with the system. Oh. And uh, yeah, so it should be good. And this is a good time to segue into talking about our characters. Okay. All right. So having our lead, our main, um, which is unfair because I think the movie does an injustice to Laureline by just having Balerion up there and big old bright lights when the comic book is really about both of them. You're damn right. Mm-hmm. In fact, the Ambassador of Shadows, the the story that this is based off of, is like 80% Laureline, and Valerian is hardly in it at all. <laughs> but to that point, our Valerian shall be played by Gen Z. It's me! Tell us a little bit about your character. Okay, I will tell you a little bit about my character. So, uh, what what do you want to know about my character? (laughs) My character's name is Valerian. Valerian. You are a kind of a a human. You're definitely human. Um, You're you're kind of a, a, I won't say space cop, more like a space Mm. federal agent. Uh, space fed yeah so it's space I, fed my class i'm an operative and Correct. my theme is bounty hunter mm-hmm. makes you good at tracking down problem folks and bringing them to space mm-hmm. justice mm-hmm. yeah and you're just loaded out with uh i think you're gonna be the very skilled based character just because you have so many skills and you have uh, the the jack of all trades feat or feature that just like lets you be good at everything. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's going to be super cool. And we're not going to go too involved with their characters at this point because we uh did a little recording of the character creation for each character and we're going to be putting that on our Patreon page for our patrons. Yeah, it was so. a lot of fun to do that, to mm-hmm. record um, record that together. Um, yeah. I thought that was a really great idea. Alex, thank you for doing that with us. Of course. Um, it, but yeah. It took us about two hours to create Jancy's character. Yeah. And it, it, was... took, <laughs> it took us about two more hours to create Ben's character. Uh, with some change, because we didn't actually finish. You've still got to work on your little droid. You know, I'm looking at it, and I can't tell what I've not done. So maybe I did it. <laughs> I think it, we might have done it. Uh, and then it only took me and Jeanette like an hour to knock her, her character out. So we might have the expert there. But we're going to move along to Ben's character. Ben shall be playing Laureline for us. Ben, take it away. Tell us about Laureline. Yeah, so uh, Laureline... <laughs> is uh has the same job as valerian basically mm-hmm. uh but uh i her class in starfinder is mechanic which mechanic. really is just a real nice word for nerd yeah she's yeah laurelene's a, a big nerd she's a big nerd um i i am from medieval france mm-hmm. i don't know if that will come up a lot but 
it's canon. Probably not. Yeah. It I, is I, it, it is canon. It's canon, but it doesn't need to come just just know that. She is from medieval Interesting. France. Yeah, with the uh the the comic bad dreams, Valerian has he's basically a time cop at that point where he has mm-hmm. to chase this noble person uh through time who's gone back in time to learn magic <laughs> so he can come back to the future and take over everything with monsters because everyone's lazy at that point and they won't find monsters mm-hmm. uh, so he picks up Laureline who is just like a barbarian that's in the forest I would call her more um, of a ranger but okay <laughs> well I mean she's just wearing a loincloth and a brassiere <laughs> no you need to go back and look at that she's wearing like Robin Hood shit I don't I don't think that's true but uh, <laughs> Laureline uh, gleans, uh, like, Laureline, even back in 1000 AD, is uh, extremely smart and picks up everything Valerian's throwing down. And Valerian puts her into a knowledge memory machine that just catches her up on all of modern technology and dialect and everything. And she just comes back to the future with him. Yep. Yep. Nice. But, but basically, I'll... If for mechanics, I'll, uh, I'm also a Zenoth seeker, which mm-hmm. is um, uh, kind of a, a person that's really interested in like meeting new kinds of people, um, and mostly aliens. Yeah, mostly mostly aliens. And one of the things about that is I can my my, my big fun skill with that is I can uh, form a like pinion dialogue with anyone after like we can like kind of come up with a quick like shared language and i can kind of communicate with anyone mm-hmm, mm-hmm. again also not sure how much that's gonna come up because probably I, not too yeah. awful much uh, i'm probably gonna yeah. throw some some non-english speaking aliens <laughs> in there somewhere but i don't know if you'll be speaking directly to them and the, and the final very cool thing that i will talk about now is i have a little drone uh that's something a mechanic can have uh just sort of a familiar but it has its own sheet and yep alex i just want to get out of this yeah let's let's talk about this alex has insisted that this drone be named alex (laughs) (laughs) nice because it was in the movie but yeah alex talk about this it's not the drone you have an ai you have an ai that kind of lives in this drone it's also going to live in your ship and the ai in the ship in the movie is called alex and there's no reason why Alex has to keep it that way. I'm going to give you to this moment to decide if you want to keep that or change it. No, you're the director. I just want... No, and as a director, I'm giving you this chance to change it. But I feel like you really want it, though. I, I really don't care, honestly. <laughs> it it might I it might it. become confusing. It might become confusing, but I think we could suss it out. Um, now let's keep it. It'll be funny. <laughs> it will be funny. <laughs> so, all right, that's two down. Who do we have left? Well, it's Jeanette, my wife. It's me, Jeanette. Tell us who you're going to be playing, but not too much. Yep. So I am playing the very mysterious Bubble. Bubble. It's the best character in the whole movie. Um, mm-hmm. that was played by the beautiful Rihanna, and um, she's very charismatic. Uh, she plays. She's actually an alien. She is. Uh, I forget what are they called in the comics or in the movie. In the comics, they're called Suffus. S U F F U S E. So or Suffo, maybe I don't know in French, but it's a very weird name. They don't name Rihanna's 
Uh, I think actually they do. They call her a not a changeling. She's just a shapeshifter, probably just a general name, maybe. I think it's like a a, a glamour or something like that. Ah, uh, okay. I I don't remember. I'd have to go back and look. But um, so in pa- in Starfinder, they do have a race of uh of shapeshifters. So I'm I'm sort of using the stats for that. Uh, the race in the Starfinder book is the Astrozoans, I believe. The Astrozoans, yeah. And so I'm able to easily change into any any creature that I have seen. Uh, but I am going to use it sparingly, so we'll see how much I, uh, what I can change into, and it'll be a surprise. Rihanna in the movie is a glamopod. Ah, okay. Which is a, which is a dumb name. No, that's a great name. I disagree Uh, with you wholeheartedly. Glamopod's so good. I don't know, the, the comic has a kind of a dumb name too, so. That is true, so I will let you decide what you pick. Uh, for that. Mm-mm-mm. What was it in the comic again? It was a Suffus. Suffus. Glamopod. Suffus. I don't know. I think Glamopod is definitely easier to Yeah, remember. Glamopod's better. It's, it's They're both dumb, so <laughs> might as well go with the dumb one I can remember. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah. Jeanette, Jeanette already gets like our, our deal, man. Yeah, so um, yeah. I am also, I'm very like... I'm kind of internet famous. Maybe not my my character. Yeah, like I'm I'm internet famous a little bit. Uh, Mike, I have a, have an ability called celebrity. Uh, so nice. Um, that's why I have to be kind of mysterious a little bit. Um, and uh, I'm also very uh, charismatic. So um, hmm. I'm gonna be uh, I'm gonna be fooling some folks. You're going to be the talkie. I'm going to be the talkie, so. Uh, but a big thing about uh, Bubble, Jeanette's character, is that they're this shapeshifter. But um, to make this, and it's going to be hard, because we've been talking about this series for years. Mm-hmm. We've years. been talking about it for years and years, and we've all seen the movie, so we all know about Rihanna's character being Bubble. Um, and Jeanette upon learning of our adv- our adventure and be like hey if we ever do valerian i want to be bubble put me down on the books that's what's going to happen so we all we all know bubbles deal yep but for for the game ben and jensi i'm gonna need you to forget yeah <laughs> i'm gonna need hey, you yeah, to forget yeah. about it oh, oh, oh yeah my character has no idea yeah so it'll be it'll be a surprise the first time so it's gonna be a surprise okay in a bit. so deal so that's that's our big secret that we don't know that Bubbles a shapeshifter. Yeah, yeah. Right away. Look, look, it's our, it's that, it's Rihanna, star of stage and screen. It's, it's Rihanna. Look <laughs> at, look at, look at them. They're cool. And that is all three of our characters, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, which is going to move us on to our next point in the system that I like to call the house rules. Every time we do one of these, I like to put out a plethora of house rules. Um, just to augment our game and make it a little bit more fun for my players and for me. Uh, I've got a long list of the usual ones. Uh, first of all being the rule of cool. Everyone remembers what that is, right? Yeah. Yes, but can you remind us? I will remind you, Gen Z. The rule of cool basically states, at least how I'm going to interpret it, if you have something you want to do with your character that will be cool, 
we're going to find a way for it to happen. I'm not going to just like, like, oh, I want to do a somersault and shoot this guy in the head. And I'm like, no, you can't do that. <laughs> no, that's not going to happen. We're going we're to find a way to make it happen because we want this show to be cool and flashy, right? Yeah. Yeah. The next one is going to be the the opposite of that, which is my percentage fumble rule. And we all remember what that is. If you roll a one, I'm going to roll a percentage die and have you call high or low. And mm-hmm. if you don't get whatever's in that range, something bad's going to happen to you. Because that's fun. For me. <laughs> We're also going to do better crits. Uh, usually, uh, I, I'll have to go back and reread the Starfinder rules on crits. But I believe it's pretty much the same. You roll damage twice and... <laughs> You just do a little bit more damage, but I like it. The damage so nice, you draw, you roll it twice. <laughs> That's right. But I believe that first damage die should just be max already, and then you roll one on top of that, and so it makes it feel like you really got a crit on there. It makes it feel real nice. I like that better. Nice. Mm-hmm. Another rule we're going to be using, when I remember to do it, is set dressing. <laughs> I think we did um, it like twice in Dungeons and & Dragons and never We did, did it like... It. Twice in Dungeons and Dragons, and I kept forgetting to do it, but I'm going to try to do better this time. Set dressing is something that I got from one of my old dungeon masters, uh, Adam Bradford. Set dressing is, if we come upon a new scene, and I'll call set dressing, and I'll call one of you out, and you'll give me a description of something in that scene. Like, if we walk into a sewer, and I yell, set dressing, Ben. And I'll be like... The curtains in here are terrible. That's right. There will be terrible <laughs> curtains in the sewer. I will, of course, <laughs> have final say on whether or not that's true. Someone's got to live in the sewer. <laughs> but somebody's got to live in there, and they might want to have terrible curtains. That's their yeah. prerogative. Well, they're, they're whatever tur- curtains got like flushed down the toilet. So Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's true. And this is going to bring us to our final... House rule, and it's something I've made up specifically for this game, and I'm super excited about it. It's called All Words Are Made Up. Okay. Okay. So, all words are made up. I am going to give you guys a very limited Deus Ex Machina power. You get one of these per the campaign. Each of you get one of these. Okay. You can create a word. It has to be alien sounding, but you have to create a whole new word and you can mold it to any situation or make it any item that you want that might potentially fix a problem for you. (gasps) Within reason, that is. Wait, wait, wait. We get that once per the whole schmear? Once per the whole schmear. One time you can be like, I grab my flip flopper. Yeah, my flip. My My flip flopper. (laughs) My zooperty duper. Which is a special cutting tool I can use to open this door. I can't wait. I can't wait. <laughs> nice. The only caveat is that I have to. I have to. I have to agree to it. And you have you have to make up a word to do it. Does anybody have any problems with these house rules before we get into it? No. no. Sounds good. Sounds good to everybody. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's everything we need to know about. The system. Let's move on to our musical guest. Our musical guest for this series is going to be Ben Prunty. 
Ben Prunty is an American composer who has created music for several video games, including FTL, Faster Than Light, Enter the Breach, The Dark Side Detective, Celeste, and Subnautica Below Zero. He did not work on Subnautica 1. I did, can't make that yeah. any more obvious. He did not work on Subnautica 1. He's very, very <laughs> firm on that. He's very adamant about it. <laughs> I did not know he... I did not know he worked on Celeste. That oh yeah, that that soundtrack is a banger. Oh, I love his music. I listen to his stuff all the time. It's so great. We I love Faster Than Light, and we actually were in the we were at the Space and Rocket Center, uh, the Space and Rocket Center in Huntsville, in the uh, the planetarium. I think we were getting ready to see Star Wars. Yeah, we were in the IMAX dome theater, and we were fixing to watch. Yeah, I think we went to go see one of the Star Wars, and they were playing the soundtrack for FTL Faster Than Light. They were, and I was yeah, like, they're just playing it. There could be no better so soundtrack they could be playing at the Space and Rocket Center. This is amazing. Mm-hmm. Someone has good taste at the Space and Rocket Center. Shout out to you, guy or whoever. Shout out to you. But we will be using uh, music from Ben's um, album Chromatic T Rex which uh, he puts up for uh, fair use if you ask his permission and obviously credit him, um, which we've, we've done all of the, uh, the check marks to that. It's a very diverse, very cool album of just really neat music, and I cannot wait to get them in the series. You've probably heard a little bit edited into this, uh, to this particular episode somehow, maybe, in the future. Yes, I, 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 probably, <laughs> right? Probably. Definitely, maybe. Unless we do the Valerian theme song, which goes, you know, a little something like, Valerian and Laura Lean. No, I made that up. Yeah, we're cutting all of that. He's <laughs> <laughs> never going to let but me sing, are you? Never once. <laughs> never once. You got your singing done in... We could auto-tune it. Dark Tower. I don't need to be auto-tuned. <laughs> <laughs> when did I sing in but, Dark Tower? I don't remember that. Okay. You you sang while we were riding, and I made fun of you the whole time. Remember, you did make fun of <laughs> yeah. me. I do remember that. Now. Well, let my character made fun of you <laughs> for me. For me, he we we were very much of the same page, but he's the one that did it. <laughs> okay, but you can check out uh, Ben Prunty's music at https <laughs> colon backslash backslash Ben Prunty dot bandcamp.com nobody ever does the https so i wanted to put it in there well i think those are actually forward slashes just to be a nerd shut up they know what i mean <laughs> ben prunty dot bandcamp.com you'll find it and you'll listen because it's good and that is all i had segmented for 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 this anybody else have any concerns or well no. can, can we say something nice about what's going on here like i'm very excited yeah, I'm I mean, excited. I'm excited. That 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 could be a problem from a certain point of view. How? Because <laughs> it means I have to perform now. Oh, oh, the expectations, no, the daunting expectations. Oh no, yeah. yeah, I feel that. Okay, the, my blood pressure's getting up. I'm gonna have a heart stroke. <laughs> a heart stroke. A heart stroke. stroke. Well, I thank you all for being here with me. Thank you, the audience, for listening to us ramble for 
what has to be minutes. It has to be. Has to be. It has to be. But get excited for our, our first episode of Valerian and Laureline and the City of a Thousand Planets. That title's going to have to get fixed somehow. I think you could have just called the movie City of a Thousand Planets, but that's, that's me. Maybe. Maybe. The first episode of Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets should be out on April the 13th. And I'd like to remind everyone to join our Discord. You can find links to that and our Patreon in the show notes. Anyway, uh, bye. 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 <laughs> B- bye. <laughs> bye kisses. <laughs> <laughs>